0: If you wait for the moment, here it is. Welcome to Unplugged, the most man podcast Your stable for authentic information and unbridled fun And now, your host This is Grandmaster Mo
1: Welcome to Unplugged, the most man podcast episode 10 On this episode, we'll be looking at the Almajeri ban. at Northern Governors Forum, in light of the present realities of COVID-19, have decided to ban Almagery and for a lot of people, it is seen as an opportunity to end it in its entirety, but not everyone agrees. Some believe the system should be reformed. Now, uh, one of those people I have joining me via telephone, former presidential aspirant under the APC, CEO IPI Group Limited and first grandson of Al-Majere Adamugarba the second welcome to the show
0: thank you very much mohammed Thank you very
1: much. All right. Now, I'd like to take you back before we delve into the matters uh, of the Almagri yes. ban. I'd like to take you yeah. back to when you were an, uh, an aspirant for the APC primaries. Yeah. Now, at the time, a lot of people believed that you ran the primaries for your political party only to endorse PMB at a later date because you wanted sort of like a position handed, maybe a political appointment at the end of the day. What do you make of this, first of all?
0: Frankly speaking. I have never looked for any government position in my life. It has never been part of what I had planned to do. In fact, I decided to endorse PNB because, as I mentioned earlier, the reports are out there. The price of the form is too very exorbitant. As a businessman, I cannot pick my business money and then just to buy a form Around a primary election. I genuinely wanted to win the primary election and that is why I even joined the party that I believe can win. And I genuinely wanted to be the president, but the circumstances surrounding that particular situation wasn't favorable for me to proceed at that moment. And as a loyal party man, I should be able to stay and ensure that my party come back to power. That is why we work hard, support the current administration, to support the party machinery and ensure that the party is back to power, which is currently uh, what is happening. So, uh, of course, we have another time coming and inshallah, we will try as much as possible to avoid the mistakes we had during our last presidential run so that this time around we can reach the desired destination
1: okay because you you mentioned now that um, the cost of the forms are too exorbitant but then shouldn't yeah. we be looking at changing things i mean you're part of a political party that came in with that mantra in the first instance shouldn't we be looking yeah. at changing things shouldn't politicians or political aspirants look uh, towards garnering funds from groups from other people so as to be able to you know gather enough money to like for your own instance now buy such forms at their ridiculous amount so that when you get into the system you can now try and change things because i say this because i feel like nigeria is worth it you know because you once said yeah. that to to run for president, you, you run for president actually because you felt guilty to watch things go wrong and That's do true. nothing. Now, you also said yes. that you believed it is important for us to chart a better way for our nation. In leadership, right. you said age is not a barrier, wisdom is key. That's now, true. you also said that you had an excellent manifesto on how to improve the lives of ordinary Nigerians by deliberate and committed effort to transit from poverty. Yet you gave That's up true. and endorsed another candidate. As if all of this was not worth worth that amount for the forms now considering all of this that you mentioned in the past and what you just said right now yes. has there been improvement under this administration you consider uh, that you endorsed uh as with the present realities as it's
0: depicting right now do, do you regret your action whatsoever actually not you see you are um, as a 38 year old man sometimes when you're growing, there are so many processes that you have to pass through to learn. And in that processes, you'll be able to correct yourself and plan better ahead. We started the presidential roadlet and of course, you know, when you're talking about presidential election, it's a community action. And my intention then was to galvanize the Nigerian youth to come together so that we can unite our resources and try to pull back power and then chart a new way forward for our country. But unfortunately, there is so much distrust in the political arena at at that moment that requires us to work much more harder to convince the people and make them to see the genuity of investing in Nigeria. Because Nigeria is not a one-man property. It's supposed to be a property of the Nigerian people. And if they are not contributing willfully to the success of the Nigerian state, then it's going to be a problem. If supposing I now use my pocket to purchase the farm, then to me, I would feel even more guilty because it becomes like a private enterprise. Someone who is just trying to push himself, by himself, and eventually for himself. But if there is a committed support from the entire Nigeria coming together, buying the forms, sponsoring the campaign, joining the team, then each and every plan that we have during our campaign is actually perfectly implementable. So therefore, we've learned the lessons, all of us, including so many people that have even, of course, were against me when I was campaigning within the party. I want you to understand that what I took was a very uh, a very strategic, calculative positioning within the party, simply because I was somehow like going against what the party itself somehow stands for. The party was going for one candidate, and I'm saying, no, I want to also be considered as part of the candidate within the party. So so it's, it's like a win-win. So within the party, I had so many internal challenges then, of course, uh, even from within the youthful constituents. But of course, all of us have eventually seen that if we don't come together and then... Take this country and shape it to work for all of us in our own way, in tune with our own time, then we will continue to have the cycle of inefficiency. Not because the current leaders are not sincere and they have sincerity of purpose. No, because the system as designed that they use to run the affairs of the country is completely counterproductive and is not going to give us the outcome that we desire. For a okay. progressive and continued uh, developing nation so and that, right. that's actually where the problem is. yeah okay well let, let's yeah. talk about some of our present
1: realities or one particular one uh the whole COVID 19 coronavirus how would you uh, assess president Muhammadu buhari's administration's handling of uh, the coronavirus in its entirety currently yes
0: when you look at the prevailing situation that is Ravaging the entire Africa, like the response to coronavirus. I want to say that this is a pandemic and there is no cure for the challenges and the best we can do The best the president can do for now, I believe, is what he is doing as much as possible. So I want to do. Do you really
1: think that? Because we have been seeing reports. I believe you have as well. Because you're very, very, you're you're very, very conversant, and you are also always online. We see you on Twitter interacting with people. I'm sure you you may have seen that um, a country in Africa, Madagascar, has come up with a COVID uh, organics. how is it that Nigeria being the giant of Africa has not consulted with Madagascar to see if our own scientists could analyze this medication and see if it is fit for use for Nigerians? How come that has not happened? Because we, we, we are seeing you're a member of the political party. I believe you are a stakeholder in this administration. Shouldn't the president be looking towards doing something about that? Even with our own harbour here in Nigeria. We've had some people say that you could have this mixture plus that mixture. Nobody has called these people forward to have conversations with them.
0: Yes, uh, if you have been following me, especially on Twitter and Facebook, I had published. In fact, since before this crisis came about deeply in Nigeria as it is today, I had published that it's very important for us to look for local solutions. In fact, to me, I even said clearly there's an opportunity for Nigeria to present itself on the global stage. Since the world is saying we don't have Q, what will happen to Nigeria if we have Q? The to- I even make a statistic value of the total amount of money we invest in taking care of our health in Nigeria using our forests. That if we have local solutions, we are going to transform that forest as opposed to just buying the forex, I mean, we will now also bring in forex because we have the solution that will solve the Nigerian problem, you know, for, by Nigerian solution. And I personally believe there are so many herbal solutions that if we encourage this local medical practitioner, we can actually get the solution to this problem. I don't altogether believe that we need any Madagascar solution. I believe Nigeria can even be able to create its own solution. We can't pick our money and give Madagascar. We can solve for this problem here in Nigeria, local. I published that. In fact, if you check if you go through the history of what I thought, I published that clearly. I'm not in favor of waiting for one vaccine that is coming from one place. I am particularly in favor of solving all these challenges, all Nigerian health challenges by Nigeria specific solutions because I believe we have these solutions. They were not just localized.
1: Hmm. All right.
0: Yeah. Well, let's talk, let's
1: talk about now. Yeah. You obviously do not believe in ending it, but you have constantly happed on its reform. But then at no time have you suggested ways, much like you did this morning, I, I, I have not, you haven't suggested any ways that this is supposed to
0: actually take place. How is this reform supposed to take shape? Um. Uh, really, if you have passed, gone through my proposal for a long time, there has always been a process of this reform. But al has historical context in Nigeria. In fact, if you look at our level of progress and development before the arrival of colonial masters in the northern part of Nigeria, it's even much more than we had it after the coming of the colonial mass yes but then nobody's I'm talking me, nobody's talking yes. about
1: nobody's talking about what was yes. we're talking no, about no, 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 what is because everybody yes, going, i am I am, I am a northerner as well i know yes. everything that al has done for our society before the colonial system came about but then yes. now yes. we have that system in place and if you look yeah. at the current situation with the almajere on the streets, if you look at all of that, what solutions do we actually have sides ending it all? Now that, that's why I'm,
0: that's why I said I'm going somewhere, right? Okay. Now, if a system, any system you see in the world, in any established society, they don't abolish what come for them for you to see forward, for you to plan forward. You must have a back that you have to learn from. So what you do? is to find a way to create your unique system within that system that keeps giving you the engine from time in memoria. First and foremost, these al-majority are children. They are learning Quranic education in an institutionalized, traditional way. Now, we have a Western education that came, which is fantastic. It does bring about a colloquial civilization to Nigeria. In fact, to the whole world. Now, what we need to do is, how can we hybrid this western system of education with the traditional Islamic system of education that we inherited from our parents. Beijing has never been part of al-Majalanchi. al traditionally, it was practiced by community. In fact, under the guardianship of Masu Angwa, the Dagatai, and local Hakimai up to the area. There's a structure that manages Almagiri. There's a structure that manages the teachers that graduate, that qualifies to be able to teach as Almagiri teacher. We all have this system. So what we need to do is we can hybrid it with modern education. These children are Nigerian children. 99% of the cases, they are innocent. They don't even have a choice as to what to do. Their parents decided to push them out. Okay. And to the parents, I'm coming, I'm coming there. Okay. But to the parents, when you talk to them in the village, they think deeply, But what they are doing is actually the act of God. So you see, we have this kind of disconnect, There is Orientation from the side of the parents. And there's a care on the side of the children. So while we hammer on orienting the parent of the consequences of this action, on the children, we should start a way forward for their future. And how do we do that? Within the established Elmajiri system, bring Western education into it. Put them into your education budget. We have education budget in this country up from the federal government to state government down to local government. We should also include them. The school feeding program that we have that we feed schools that goes to Western education, we should extend it to the Almagiri children in Bangaya so that they don't go out to beg. Then we now introduce them in a graduated form down to the Western part and then align them while they have their education which is our traditional model of education we also have a western education and that is going to bring about a phenomenal change because we are going to produce a hybrid unique system of education that is conformable to our system at initial and also planning out for the future that's why i think reforming the system is better than packing these children and throwing them out Back to their village. Now, when you say all of this,
1: it brings no. into question uh, the whole idea of you know needing infrastructure to house all of them. You and yes. I know, as okay. Before we get to that, um, the past administration, before the the current administration came into power in 2015, had actually yeah. established some um, infrastructure to a certain yeah. extent uh, for the Almajiri system to you know. Uh, incorporates Western education into it, but then, yeah. much like we see with other projects with this administration coming in and continuing those projects, nothing of such happened with the al system. nothing of such happened with the admiral system It wasn't picked up from Mm -hmm. where the last administration left over to you know continue from there but then you talk about incorporating this thing and all all what she said we don't even have infrastructure for our current you say we have an education budget it is yeah our education budget is is something to cry over because currently even our western education is not covered completely Yes. Not to talk of incorporating the Almajiri system into it again, how do we fund this? That's one. Two, how are we going to uh, convince the parents of p- these kids that do not even believe that procreating at this manner is detrimental to the society? How do we convince them to allow their kids that they did not allow in the first place to go to Western schools now study Western subjects with the Quran? Well, you and I know as Northerners what comes with all of that. You will get tagged by a hoodie, Nasara. You get what I'm saying? So, th- these are some I of the th- challenges. But then, at the end of the day, this Almajiri system as it is right now is bastardized. And it has been fingered as a breeding ground for possible future troublemakers. As there are no provisions for when the kids outgrow the system already. So, what provisions are there? Even if when we have the, the, the current... it's It's actually a very, very
0: sad thing when you get into it. I agree. I completely agree with you. Almagyri system, as it's practiced now, is completely aligned to the original Almagyri system. I agree with you. But I'm a conservative, I believe in reforming a system and continue to adapt that particular system for the betterment of the future. I'm a right-wing politician, so I always believe that there is supposed to be a way to pick up the pieces of what I have and make better outcome from that particular piece. And that even what positions me as unique. And that's actually the position of almost all the great nations today that you see in the world. What makes them unique is their ability to use what they know how to use best and then conform it to the modernity in tone changing time. So that that's actually what I had been advocating for. Because if you mix Islamic education, especially especially in the area of Islamic philosophy, Islamic mathematics and Islamic astrology, and then bind it with mathematics and science and physics, trust me, the kind of power you are going to produce in these children, there is no any Western education. or so somebody that just studied physics and science and mathematics is basically compete with that. No okay. way. Now I don't know no. if you no, caught so, I, so, 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 I don't know if you so, caught so, I don't know if you caught
1: El Rufay's, uh the governor of Kaduna state his interview yes. on Channels TV. Yes, yes, yes. I watched it. Right, I would like to quote something yeah. he said. He yeah. said, and I quote, the El Marjorie system has to end because it has not worked for the children, it has not worked for northern Nigeria, and it has not worked for Nigeria. Yeah. What do you think about what he said?
0: I completely agree with what he said. So and why not why I, don't, why don't I, I, we, why don't we all
1: come around, work this thing out, mm-hmm, end mm-hmm. it first off? Uh, uh, then no, 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 no. start up mm. the, new, the, new, the new version you're talking about. Why not? No, we... no, no, no. No, no, I'm
0: coming. There, there's something I want to say. Okay. I, I agree with because l is talking as a leader, the governor, you know, H- Excellency l is talking as, as a leader who, who, has, who, who is pained by the circumstances surrounding these children, you know. And of course, naturally, you should expect his own approach, perhaps maybe to say, let me just end this process completely. And get over with it, you know. But is that that simple, you know? That's actually one of the questions. So ending it by just saying, I want to end it as an informed, enlightened individual is different from the perspective of the parent and even the children, including their teacher, you know. Don't forget, as opposed to, uh, in addition to just learning the Quran, these guys are like, Bonafide trustees of their teachers. You must mainstream all stakeholders in a marginalized system to either end or to reform the system. So, just saying I want to end it does not actually bring a red tape on it. You have to make sure that there are processes underlying a way to make way for this genuine citizens of Nigeria to have a better path than the one they are taking So, that is not different from the reform I'm actually asking. So, yes, what the governor is saying is right. It has not worked, it stopped working. It worked before, but it stopped working. Because it's been bastardized, the children have been abused, the parents are taking it as an avenue for them to excuse you know their responsibility by throwing the children out to go and pay for themselves whatever the cost Now, okay, if this is the case, what are we going to do to revise this thing that has been existing since 11th century? How are we going to just strike a risk step once and for all? So this is actually one of the challenges. So we have to fundamentally look into the way we will handle this thing. Part of which is, if we had followed the path of reform, now, the interstate cross-border, which is one of his greatest fear, which I agree with him seriously, has to end. And well, must go back to their family which is fantastic. That's actually the original setting. The original setting also said that the Albanese people must, must go to school and come back to their parents, which is also another original setting, which is fantastic. Another say that almost every stakeholder is studying in Islamadism is the beginning, and it's not part of it. So what are we going to do to mainstream this stakeholder? The Malams? What kind of message, what kind of communication technology, what kind of system are we going to, what kind of methodology are we going to approach to enlighten these parents in the village? to see to the fact that they buy into the government measures. For a lot doesn't change ideological inclination or movement of people. It does not. What changes is actually giving them a better way. Look at the way to properly position them in a way that is going to be beneficial, not just to them, but to the society at large. And that actually has been my my recommendation from the beginning. Okay. On this issue on yes. this
1: Now, convo- as this this course is currently on on Almajiri yes. system, the ban and everything. I noticed yes. one bit that hasn't actually been looked into, which is the yeah. issue of the Malams. Now, yes. in, in multiple reports, we've got we've heard from NGOs, we've heard from investigative journalists that have gone mm. on the cover to find out some things that go on in the Almajiri schools where there have been mm. reports of Malams abusing, sexually abusing their students malams physically abusing the students and verbally abusing them that's not even into the conversation but we've seen these kids pick up on the verbal abuse especially because i have seen this personally with my own two eyes where an almadiri kids was spewing all forms of profanity and when i dug into the matter i realized that this kid learned it from his malam now there's one Hmm. video that popped up i think a couple of months back and i retweeted it on my timeline was of a Malam, uh, an Almagiri teacher, who was spewing all forms of profanity. Why is no discussion being had, uh, especially uh, from people like you who are uh, pro reform, about these Malams? There is nothing being discussed as to what would happen with this Malam. What kind of reform do you have planned for the Malams of these Almagiri schools?
0: There are a process that you can authenticate and verify this Almagiri school. That is it, authenticated and verified and Gaia, first and foremost. Part of that process, there is a machinery you can be able to put in place to authenticate that. Like in Canada, for instance, you can be able to identify the key sangaya, where you have authenticated and verified register them and then allow them. Under the Ministry of Education, you can create an agency to handle this kind of thing. So what you should do is register those malams and validate that these malams are actually the ones qualified to teach these children, you know, and it should be community-led. Now, the issue of sexually molesting or abusing children, you know, is not restricted to only real majesty and We know the case of Hassan Gorzo, we know the case of British international school in in, in, uh, in, in Lagos, and so many big institutions. These things have been happening. But the whole thing is, if you put the proper machinery in place, and mainstream, first and foremost, this matter, once you mainstream them, and convince them that, look, we have recognized your efforts. We are not throwing you out like, a part of rubbish in the society. We want you to look into also our own view regarding what you have believed and then see how we can fuse our belief system so that you can this your children back into this system that we are trying to put you because if you do, it is going to enable us to help you more. And we will also have information about what you do. So that is going to help us to crossbreed information and then produce a powerful, a powerful outcome from it. This, this, so, but this, we don't mainstream
1: this, w- w- this. What, what you are saying now sounds yeah. like teaching an old dog new tricks, which for the most part is very, very difficult. Because you and I as Northerners to our core, we know what our people are like. I mean take yeah. for instance this whole covid-19 issue. Look at how people are flouting the authority. Look at what people are doing. This is something that would kill you. Not to talk of something like this. They will tell you, they will tell you that they've been practicing all of this from time immemorial and they will yes. not change.
0: More, no, let me tell you this. You see, as long as we are running away from reform, from enlightenment, from deep level of person-to-person conversation in our country, especially in us, in the north, between us and these four people, they will keep giving birth to these children and will keep repeating the cycle. There is no amount of force that is going, no amount of authority that is going to stop them until they close us and give us the lending air. And yeah. the only way um, they can close us and give us the lending air is if we decided to understand them and bring them close and talk to them in a language that they will understand. All right, that's me. what we need to do. So, so, so you see. So this is actually this is actually one of the one of the challenges. So we should not. This is a baggage. You can't run away from it. It's already there. You know, you have people are saying they don't believe in corona. They don't believe this. You can't run away from there. There is nothing we can do until we go close to them and let them understand. Else, whether we like it or not, we should prepare to live with these consequences for a very long time. So we should not be shielding our responsibility as leaders. We must cultivate a way to reach out to these people and make them understand. Critically, not to run away from them and point fingers from afar. Okay. It can't solve the problem. Yes.
1: All right. Now, a lot of people have suggested this saying, how about you, as a reformist, prove to the government that this can actually be done by actually running a successful almagiri system yourself? Yes.
0: Frankly speaking, I have this plan, right? But it's always very, very important for us to look at those people that are doing it and then you support them. Like a traditional place where I used to work, where I used to study while I was going to do my cartoon alone. The Malan used to pick students from Meduguri, Yobe and Co. So it's not good for you to publish some of the good things you do, but there are so many things I have been doing there To make sure that none of his students, none of his students ever become a business in the society. Now, as I'm talking to you now, most of the markets that we have here in Adamawa State, the uh, one market we call it, Jimeta Shopping Complex. That shopping complex is dominated by his students. Why? Because they are not just learning how to study Orion. They are also learning trade. So that is the way we need to look at the society. Not everybody is going to work in the office. So many people are born to be drivers. Some are born to be traders in the market. So there are so many apps that you can be able to put this almarge through to grow along the path and then chart a better way for themselves and then become successful. That same malam was one of the people that orient me about the need for me to be And I started living on my own bills since when I was 10 years old. I'd rather take money back home. I have been very, very busy, not because my family cannot do, but because I have been inculcated with this ideology of self-dependence. When I was a student, in that Karatunga law. So I had mingled with so many of these al children. Now, most of them are successful guys. So I want you to understand that there is a way these things can work. I will do it. I am planning to do it. You know, I am planning to do it, but I, it's good for us to start encouraging people that are already in it to succeed. They knew to say you are going to create another model. You will also end up becoming outside the system and they'll begin to deal with suspicion. They'll begin to say, you see, this guy is creating a Nasara or Yahudu part of... Uh, Imagine this is them. Yeah. so we can't join him. But if you go to them, talk to the let them, let him understand. Like my Malam, you understood me very well because I was a student. Why can't we do it this way? And, this way? and we agree, hey, so maybe you know, they have to look for food. No, 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 no. like that. Let me, this is what I can allocate for you as monthly. This, okay, and I'm also going to, I need you to recite Quran, will be able to help me in my business. In this. All those kind of things, okay. In the next day, I'm going to be giving you this, and I have this. So, before realizing, they are making it and they take care of these children. They take care of their family, so they don't need the children to survive. And the children also don't need to go out to fend for themselves. So they have more time devoted to doing something very important in their lives than to struggle to go out there. And at the end of the day, they graduate and become so we, so really, what we need to do, all of us, is to go close to this Malamai in that Sangaya and have their buy-in. Once we get their buy-in, then we begin to strategically pass a new way and make them understand that it's actually a better way. I am telling you, if we come to their level and talk to them in their language and mm. get their own trust, we will solve our major problem in the shortest possible time than even just doing any statewide plan. Okay. All right, then. That was, that was, that's what I'm looking at. Well,
1: yes. I've actually had fun and I've learned a couple things from this conversation. But before you go, finally, before you go, yes, I'd yes. like to get your thoughts on uh, the repatriated uh, bachelor loot. Some people have yes. suggested that it should be shared among the federal, state, and local governments. Other people have, you know, suggested that with the current lockdown in place, small business owners that are already registered could submit their registration numbers and it could be confirmed with the CAC and they could get some form of palliative to, you know, Mm. manage before the whole lockdown subsides completely. What are your thoughts on these funds that have come back? And also, we just heard recently that there's another $319 million uh, found in France and the UK. Yes, yes.
0: Actually, I think I want to support what the government is doing. Investing in infrastructure. You know, we need to invest in infrastructure. If you said you are going to follow the welfare angle, giving small business owners money, you know, it is only when there is something to sell that they can be able to make profit. But you know, small business business
1: owners, small business owners are the backbone of every economy.
0: They are backbone of every economy, but there must be systems that will make them to Be formalized when uh, we, we have about 67 percent of small businesses in Nigeria operating from an informal sector completely, so you don't even have their record at all. That's why I say registr- you know that's why family- I said that's
1: why I said some people, the people that are actually suggesting this are saying registered businesses. Now, some of these registered businesses actually pay tax,
0: yes. We all pay tax. Get everybody pay. Like any registered business pay tax. Mm-hmm. So through that, you can be able to get that. But if you push this money in an economy, there is not cyclical. The economy is virtually shut down. And you decided to pump the money, the money will go direct into consumption because there will be no value output from it. Many people are at home. They are not trafficking. They are not doing people. But that's actually
1: actually the point. Because if these small business owners use up the profits that they've made or their savings, some might even use up the capital that they have to, you know, further their business to consume them. What now happens when the lockdown is raised and then business resumes as usual? What happens to these businesses that are supposed to be the,
0: the backbone of the economy? central banks should handle that that should be a naira transaction they are supposed to be, we should look at what perhaps maybe the united states did, did to recover from the financial meltdown in 2008 quantitative easing there is a way you can pump in Naira without creating inflation in a very coordinated measured trackable manner but a dollar that is coming into nigeria should not be changed as naira Empower blue returns and consume the remaining era. No, it should go to most valuable investment that we will otherwise need to spend dollars to do. Now that we don't even have excess dollars coming into our economy because of the oil price is down. So any dollar that is repatriated should be channeled to where we may need dollar to be able to run a project. And else at the end of the day, we will have to come and look for the dollar, still higher, and then still buy it to be able to run this project. So from the fiscal perspective, central bank is what's supposed to handle this kind of issue. It's an economic problem. You have the ministry of finance, you have central bank, you have uh, budget of national planning. So these areas are actually what's supposed to handle. What you need to do, get FISF. submit the report of all the small business owners. We have Nigerian Director of Employment, we have all these small business enterprises, they are all there. We have Bank of Industry, you know, all those guys can bring in their records. Central Bank should find a way to channel Naira into a Naira economy for Naira consumption and production. That's going to save that forex that we will otherwise need to import if we want to do major activities like infrastructure investment. So what the president did here is a strategy pick that so-called abacha loan and then direct it into infrastructure investment because we will need dollars to be able to run those investments, especially power sector and also most of the infrastructure uh, uh, sector that we are investing. Then again, when you come to the small business owners, let central banks still print money. If you manage the process properly, like the way so many economies have done strategically, through quantitative easing, you can channel this money to a more productive sector and the economy better way without adding inflation into the market. The whole thing is inflation. Oh. That's why most of them are saying we should use the money. So that money is not free money. <laughs> that's why it came back. So since it came back, you should go to something that the future of the country requires than the stomach of the country. <laughs> so that's actually my suggestion. All right. Yeah. All
1: right. Though. Well, thank you very much for being on my podcast. On such short notice. <laughs> no problem, no problem,
0: Thank you very much. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to, to come back with you here on the podcast and all the audience. All
1: right, then. Well, have a yeah. lovely night.
0: Thank you very much, man. Thank
1: right. you very much. To ensure you don't miss out on the next episode, follow at MoUsman underscore on Twitter and do turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on anything.